0: The Gemara in Kedushan says the following eyebrow raising anecdote. The Gemara says that one time there were a group of captive non Jewish women. Non Jewish women that were taken captive and they were brought to Nahardoi. Nahardoi was the name of the town of one of the great centers of Jewish learning in Babylonia, the time of the Amaroim, at the time of those that wrote the Gemara. So these non Jewish captive women were brought in our day and it was decided to keep them in the attic, upstairs in the attic of the house of Rabbi Amram Hasidah, Rabbi Amram the chassid, Rabbi Amram the pious, the righteous. And what's obviously understood from the Gemara is that because Rabbi Amram was so pious and righteous, it was understood that it would be safe to keep them in his attic, these captive women in his attic. Everyone assumed that since Rabbi Amram is so pious, he wouldn't be tempted and it would be okay, it would be safe to leave him in his attic, nothing wrong would happen. But then the Gemara says the following thing, that at one point, one of the women walked by the opening, the lattice, the opening that separated the attic from the rest of the house, and a certain light shined upon her face, and Rabbi Amram, the righteous, the pious, saw her face, and the Gemara says he immediately grabbed the ladder, to be able to walk up to the attic. And he grabbed the ladder, the Gemara says, which ten men would have a hard time picking up. It was such a heavy ladder that ten men would have a hard time picking up this ladder. And Rabbi Amram the righteous, when he saw this woman's face, was so overcome with passion that he alone grabbed this ladder, put it near the attic, and started climbing up to the attic to be with this woman. And then, Rab Amram, the Gemara says, when he was halfway up the ladder, he drove his feet hard into the ladder, and he screamed, he started screaming, there's a fire in the house of Amram, there's a fire in the house of Amram, at which point all his students came running into his house, they thought there was a real fire, and they saw Rab Amram halfway up the ladder going to proposition these, this woman. And they understood what what was happening, and they said to Rabbi Amram, Rebbe, you've ashamed, you've ashamed us, you've ashamed yourself. You made us shame you by bringing us here when, when you were about to, in this moment of passion. And Reb Amram responded and said to them, Better that you be ashamed of Amram in this world, and that Amram shouldn't have to face that shame in the world to come. And then the Gemara says that Rab Amram adjured his evil inclination to go out of him. He swore it, so to speak, to go out of him. And it emerged from him like a pillar of fire. His evil inclination left him and it looked like a pillar of fire. And Rab Amram said, as the Yetzirah, as the evil inclination left him, he said, You're fire and I am flesh and blood, and yet I conquered you. That's the anecdote in the Gemara and Kiddushin, and the Holy Or Hachaim, the Or that we mentioned in the last recording, says, "What can we learn from this anecdote? What we learn from this anecdote is that even someone as pious as Rav Rab- Amram the Chassid, when seeing just for a moment a woman that he was prohibited to be with, he almost did a sin." he almost did a sin. And so the Orachim says, from this we see that the only way that a person could overcome the temptation of forbidden sexual relationships is if one never sees things that are forbidden. One watches one's eyes to the extent that one never sees things that are forbidden to them. And that one doesn't think about those things that are forbidden. The Orachim says, if a person isn't able to watch make sure never to see things that are forbidden and not to think about them, the Archaim says it's impossible for a human being to overcome this temptation, this passion. It's impossible unless a person is completely free of seeing these things or thinking about them. And as we learn, the Orachim says that that's the meaning of this week's parsha. that when in chapter 18, when it gives the list of the isurei Arayas, the forbidden relationships, the introduction to it is, Vayedabra Hashem, dabul Bnei Yisrael, speak to the Bnei Yisrael, Leimor Ani Hashem I am the Lord your God. And as we learn, the Orachim says, why is that the introduction to the forbidden sexual relationships? Why is that introduced by this seemingly very redundant verse, speak to the Bnei Yisrael, tell the Jews, Ani HaShem I am the Lord your God. Don't we know that He's our God? But the Arachim explains. One of the fundamental tenets of our belief is that all the mitzvahs that Hashem commanded us, that Hashem gave us, the Torah that He gave us, we're able to fulfill. We're able to keep everything. The Hashem doesn't ask a person to do something that they can't, that's impossible for them to do. And so the Arachim says that seemingly when it comes to forbidden sexual relationships, it's literally impossible for a human being to overcome, like we see in this story of Reb Amram, that he just took one glance at this woman and he almost did a sin. And as the Torah says in the next posseh, in the next verse, right after Anisha HaMalikeichem, don't do like the, the actions of those that lived in Egypt, where you were living until now, or those that live in Canaan, in the land of Israel, to which I'm bringing you. In other words, the Arachim says, what's the Torah saying? That seemingly you are going to be exposed to these things. You were exposed to them in Egypt, the immoral obscene place of Egypt, and the filth of Canaan, of of Israel, the immoral things of the land of Canaan, of the land of Israel, you're also going to see. So the question then becomes, meaning the Torah is really answering this question. So the question is, how could God expect us to overcome what it's impossible for human being to overcome if we are going to be exposed to these things. And I don't need to tell you, by the way, that this is a tremendous limutzchus for our generation. This is a tremendous li We've been exposed to so many things, a lot more than Rabbi Amin was exposed to. So how, the Orch says, how could we possibly contain ourselves and watch ourselves? And that's why the Torah says, Ani Hashem I am the Lord your God, and the light of my Shechina is inside you. You're right. A human being, it's impossible for a human being to overcome these things if one is exposed to them. But we're not just human beings. I'm the Lord your God. You have my light in you. And only by tapping into that reservoir of divine strength, of divine light that's always within us, could we overcome this and maintain our purity. And for those that do sin and fall, so the Or HaChaim continues and says that that's the deeper meaning of tshuva, gemum that a place where a Balchuva could stand, a completely righteous person can't stand exactly for the reason that a Balchuva, that a person that was exposed, that did these sins, was exposed to these things, to be able to then overcome What what he, he or she already was exposed to, because they did the sin before, that reaches a level that even the completely righteous that weren't exposed to these things can't reach. And so when a person does these types of sins, falls into them, it's much harder to afterwards overcome them. But we can, we have that power, we have to believe we have that power because God is within us. And even though we're just flesh and blood and the Yetzirah is fire, like Rabbi Amram, we could somehow tap into that reservoir of divine strength May we all be successful in doing so and keeping what Hashem wants and thereby in that merit of us trying to maintain our purity as much as possible under these impossible circumstances we find ourselves. May we very soon see the time that that Hashem will remove the spirit of impurity from the land and we will live in complete holiness with Hashem at the coming of Mashiach.